You're not going to want to miss this episode of the AI Show where we look at improving customer experiences with speech-to-text and text-to-speech. Make sure you tune in. Hello and welcome to this episode of the AI Show where we're talking about improving customer experiences with speech-to-text and text-to-speech. I've got a couple of guests with me. Hello, my friends. Why don't you tell us who you are and what you do? We'll start with you, Edward. Oh, hi, Seth. My name is Edward Lan, and I am a program manager for Tech-to-Speech. Uh, my focus is on custom neural voice, and I work with the other program managers and engineers when developing custom neural voice, and also engage with our customers who is implementing this technology. Awesome. Heiko. Yeah, hi, Seth. Um, my name is Heiko Rommel. I'm a principal PM architect and the cognitive services team, and I work on uh, speech recognition, text-to-speech. Um, and yeah, uh, like uh, Edward, I also work a fair bit with um, third-party customers that are using our services and uh, looking forward to showing you what we got. Awesome. So let's start with you, Heiko. Why don't you tell us a little bit about speech-to-text? Yeah. So um, we just recently uh, reached a milestone where we now support over 100 languages and locales with our speech recognition. So that's a large portion of the world that we cover now uh, for speech recognition and can use our service both for real-time and uh, batch transcription. So, you know, if you have a real-time stream, you can use it. If you have a whole bunch of audio files that you want to get transcribed, you can use our batch service for that. And um, we have some ability to let you customize um, our models so that if you have, you know, special jargon, special vocabulary, or, you know, a unique situation, you can adapt it. So we can really get it uh, right. And we'll show you a, a bit what that looks like. And then we have a couple of new things. One is continuous language detection, and the other one is pronunciation assessment we'll talk about later. Awesome. So can you can you show us how this works? Because I, I, I know it, mm -hmm. text is pretty much converting people speaking mm -hmm. into actual text, is what I'm guessing is what it is. Am I getting yeah. this right? That, cool. is, so that is correct. Yeah, so let me uh, pull up a screen here. So we have this new tool um, called Speech Studio. And um, actually, if I go to the um, uh, top of it, I'll just uh, show you briefly. Um, so here, we can you can try out some of our capabilities like speech to text and the customization as well and the pronunciation assessment. Um, Edward will later use it for some text-to-speech stuff. And I just wanted to call out, we also have some things around voice assistance, the custom keywords and custom commands, but we won't have time to talk about that today. So if you wanted to try out our real-time speech-to-text, you can just go here on this uh, website, and you can choose your language. And then um, you can actually just talk to the microphone. So, so if I click this, um, it will transcribe my speech. That's pretty cool. And, um, you know, a lot of times um, you might have some audio file um, that you want to transcribe. And uh, the one I'm using might sound familiar to you. All right, let's see. So I'm going to grab this one and, and just drop it in here and let's see what happens. And I'm going to start playing it as it transcribes. Okay. Hello, friends, and welcome to another fantastic episode of the AI Show. I'm pretty excited to be here. My name is Seth Juarez, and you are coming live 
into my beautiful art gallery here that I've got behind me. Uh, this is so laggy. <laughs> All right, where's everybody from today? Uh, we've got our good friend Jenny Stew, number seven. Howdy doodle. It's good to have you here. Ivana is here. She's awesome. Uh, she makes That's real things, good. right? I make demo wear, which is not the same, but similar. Yeah, okay. So you can see this is, you know, with all the music in the background and stuff, um, it does a really good job um, at transcribing this. Um, I, I did uh, one thing that I uh, wanted to show, uh, which is that I um, actually adapted uh, our model here. You can provide a list of some words and phrases um, um, that you that uh, to use. Mm -hmm. And um, because before it was like like Jenny's Q7 uh, number seven, that's not something that you typically uh, see, you know, written that way. But you can just put that word uh, in, and then it will um, uh, transcribe it correctly. And something like Howdy Doodle is also probably more a SES thing than you know what people regularly say. So I put that in there as well, and so then it um, you know gets gets all those words right, uh, which is pretty straightforward to do. That's really cool because I was wondering, like, how did it, it it knew while the music was playing, which was pretty cool. So a quick question. Is there a way to access this all via API or can you only do this in the website? No, absolutely. You, uh, we have an SDK um, and, you know, you can look at our documentation uh, for that. And we actually have, you know, links for all of that here. Uh, we also have a, a GitHub repository. You just um, go here um, and it... Uh, We'll um, pull that up here in a minute, and you can, uh, you know, we have some quick starts and things to get you going. Um, yeah, and so we can, you can do the, um, um, you know, it, it in a whole bunch of different uh, languages. We have, you know, everything from C sharp to Java to um, even um, uh, things on iOS, etc., and and JavaScript. And so the question that was there earlier around whether you can do this in a browser, yeah, you can absolutely do that because the sample that I just showed you that the website um, is uh, written using our JavaScript SDK. So that's awesome. All right, so let's move over to the new new stuff. What's what's new new? You know, as of like recently. Yeah. So um, if I go back to the top here, um, I can go to pronunciation and assessment. And um, that will um, that is a thing that um, is in particular for um, uh, people that are wanting to do something around language learning um, or you know coaching you. So we have this uh, built into uh, the PowerPoint presentation coach, for example, to give you some feedback on how you're talking. Uh, but also, if you're learning a language, you know you want to know um, how to you know whether you're pronouncing things right and you get it all right. What it does is it will provide you with a um, uh, with feedback. So here's a text that um, we have a sample for that somebody read, and it will tell you whether you added a word. So here in this text, the it was a kid reading it, and he said long, long walk instead of just long walk. So we we can detect those kinds of things, or if you missed the word, and also if you mispronounces a word. 
And so like the word countryside, he mispronounced. And you get a score for you know, your pronunciation, the accuracy of it, completeness, and et cetera. So that's one of the things um, that is new. That's really and then cool. um, the um, other thing that I wanted to show you was um, uh, we also have now continuous language detection. So if you have an audio stream where there's a whole bunch of different uh, languages in it, or you know, you, you know, sometimes there's a switch. What we can do now is this, uh, continuously run something that detects the language, and then it, as it feeds it uh, to the speech to text engine, it tells it what language to use uh, to then uh, recognize that correctly. And in the end, you end up with a multilingual uh, transcript. And so, just to give you an example, um, on the left side you will see it without language ID, and on the right side with. And this is a colleague of mine together, uh, or colleagues of mine that are doing this. Thank you for calling 311 Service Center. How may I help you? Hello. Si hablas español? Si, absolutamente. En que puedo ayudar? Oh, genial. Quería pedir ayuda para que quiten la nieve de la entrada. So, you know, it automatically figures out that the language changed and it's, uh, you know, super useful in, in a whole bunch of scenarios like this 311 service. That's really, really cool. Thank you so much, uh, uh, Heiko. So I think we need to move over to Edward, who's been who's been watching intently. <laughs> Let's talk about text-to-speech. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah, I was going to talk about uh, our recent update in text-to-speech. Um, the, there's a feature... Uh, in custom new voice that I want to talk about is the cross-lingual adaptation. Uh, as you remember, a couple of months ago, or a little more than that, we were in the show talk about custom new voice. That's mm -hmm. one, one GA. But now we have a new feature uh, in custom new voice called uh, cross-lingual. And uh, so I will talk about that. And, and the other things that I just want to mention that we also continue to create more voices. And so we now... Uh, we recently re released a bunch of voices as well, and now we have 250 voices um, across 70 locales. So, um, so for those that don't know, because this is like crazy cool stuff, basically you type some text in and the computer reads it to you in a human-like voice. Is that right? That's right. That's right. And yeah. now... Custom neural voice, which is what the which makes it you can actually train it to sound like somebody, but now custom neural voice, you can make someone who you made sound like the real person when you typed in text, you can make them sound like a different language. Is that right? That's right. That's what that's the feature that we just released, and uh, you don't have to you don't have to have the training data of that language. So uh, just the training data of the original language, then. Uh, when you train the model, you can train a model that can speak the other language. And so uh, it's great for if you want to have keep the same uh, brand of the voice, and but you can actually speak different languages. Um, and, and also you don't have to actually uh, get all the recordings across if you want to do all these languages. So right now uh, we support 13 languages and, and it's not just English to all these languages. Any of these languages uh, can be used as training data, and then and then generate uh, the models that can speak the other language. And it's all done. Can be all done in uh, the self-serve portal. 
This sounds really cool. I, I kind of want to see it. Can you show us? Sure. So let me do my browser. Uh, so yeah, so this is the same speech studio that Haiku just mentioned. And down here is the uh, text-to-speech area. Um, but before I close to custom voice, let me just show you the voice gallery. Because I, I mentioned earlier that we have uh, many more uh, voices. Uh, so now we have this voice gallery. So it will make it much easier for you to uh, see all the voices that we have and listen to it. So it's loading. I can just go to this one that has loaded with English. So for example, if I click Jenny and I can quickly listen to her voice. Like, well, you know, come to think of it, I think that was a cover version of like a John Lee Arnold or you know, the $100 million carbon style. X prize, which is funded by SpaceX. And, and you can see we have a bunch of other uh, voices already uh, just released as well for, for American English. And this one is also what we had just announced that same voice, Jenny, uh, can speak different, different languages. So that's we look her, forward to working with you. Uh, English, but if he, she also can speak Chinese. Or we look forward to working with you. Or Japanese. So these these are the voices that we we provide for you. But uh, but let's let's go to uh, custom custom voice. Let's do it. So in custom voice, uh, remember we. We, uh, so this is the same place where we will. I, I would go to the the studio, mm -hmm. and and I, I click custom voice, and you can, you can create a project. Um, and assuming that you have to, you have to apply, and once you apply, you can you get access, uh, get approved, and get access. Then you can go in, and uh, I already created a a a project uh, for this demo, and it's very simple. Uh, just a few steps uh, to 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 get your consent uh, file and set up the voice talent and get the data train. Uh, uh, sorry, get data uploaded and then you train and then deploy. So in this in this example, I already show uh, that I already uploaded. Uh, Seth, we're using your voice, and you have already have a consent statement uploaded. I, Seth Juarez, am aware that recordings of my voice will be used by Microsoft to create and use a synthetic version of my voice. Sounds familiar. And so the next step is to upload the, the data. So uh, I already also have already uploaded the data. And, and you can actually go and see the quality of the data that you you have used uh, and then in the you know, in the training data. In, in this case, um, you can see we only use 300 lines of your recording. Okay. And uh, and that's what some of the recording sounds like. So this is no, what we use. No, this is the customer service department. So the next step is to train the model. Uh, to train the model, you, you click train model and you select neuro. And here's the place where you can you can train just like before. You can train the language, uh, the model of the language, the same as the training data. Or this is the new feature that says you can transfer to a different language. So uh, this is I can say. So let's say I want to uh, train a voice in. I already make some already. Let's say Chinese. Uh, 
And so I say next. And so select the training data, choose the speaker file, click. Um, I'll just use standard text uh, test files. So to be and clear, as you're doing this, we are using the 300 utterances that I made in English to make it speak in a different language. Am I am I understanding this right? That's correct. And I will show you some of the results very soon. So now now I, now I submit this, um, but normally this take take a, a number of hours to do it. So so but I already have uh, the voice that's already trained ahead of time. So you can see you I have uh, your voice trained in German. Uh, so this is this is the U, the U.S. the your original language the U.S. voice, but I also have Spanish, French, and Japanese. Wow! Um, just just to hear a little bit uh, of uh, what your English uh, voice sounds like. So uh, so I say. Make me say something dumb. <laughs> What's that? Make me say like a, a like why did the chicken cross the road? To get to the other That's side. The chicken cross the row. Hi, this is Seth. Why does the chicken cross the road? Weird. That's so cool. But so that's 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 the the English voice, right? But uh, but as you remember, we we already deploy uh, the German, Japanese, and French. Um, I can I can easily go here and, and test as well, uh, just like what we did. But uh, you can also use con audio content creation tool, which I already have it set up, uh, which is here. Uh, okay. And so I, I already loaded before uh, before the show, and see that I actually created the different lines. So let, let's just play it and see. I've seen this movie already. Estoy deseando que lleguen las cosas emocionantes. Deux des quatre entrées sont maintenant ouvertes. Watashi wa sude ni kono eiga o mite kimashita. Zwei der vier Eingänge sind nun geöffnet. Oh my goodness. I only speak three out of those five languages. I'll leave it up to y'all to guess. That is uncanny. And so with the things I said in English, you were able to make me speak in a foreign language. Right, right. Because we use the uh, our uh, neural TTS tra training model that has contained uh, multi-speaker, multi-language model. So uh, we can capture your 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 voice, but we actually create a model that you can speak in the other languages. Oh, I want you to play it again because this is bananas. Can you play it one more time? Sure. I've seen this movie already. Estoy deseando que lleguen las cosas emocionantes. Deux des quatre entrées sont maintenant ouvertes. Watashi wa sude ni kono eiga o mite kimashita. Zwei der vier Eingänge sind nun geöffnet. Yeah, I mean, like, I speak Spanish, but that Spanish is not like my accent because it's very, like, Mexico City. Like, even if, if you were to play, it's just the way they round the vowels is uncannily good. It, it's pretty amazing. So here's a question. 
can this all be done via an API? I know we're using we're using the um, the browser here, but I, I suspect there's an API for this as well. Yes, yes. So uh, train for training the model, you still have to go through the model to train train it. The, just the steps that I made. But once the model is changed, uh, trained, then you can use the API. Just like uh, it, it becomes different models uh, that it's uh, available. So uh, you can you can set set the API and specify the voice name that we created. Uh, this is cool. So let's talk a little bit about, uh, Edward, the ethics of this. I feel like we need to have some time because now you can make me say anything in any language. There's got to be some right. ethics involved with this. Somehow. Sure. Yes. Yes. So uh, the the uh, I, I want to show you. Uh, so so custom new voice is a is a GA service. Uh, however, it's a it's a what we call a limited access service because it has uh, ability to create a voice that just sound like the original uh, voice of the person. And uh, so uh, at Microsoft, we uh, take responsible AI very seriously. So on one hand, we want to protect the person uh, whose voice is used for training. But at the same time, we want to make sure that the voice, the synthetic voice being used and now uh, used appropriately and protect the, the people using it or, you know, protect the, the society on, on the whole. So uh, anyone who wants to use this service has to apply uh, to to gain access, and we have a team of people looking at, uh, you know, what you what the, about the customer and and what type of use case you're gonna you're gonna use, and we will make approval accordingly. And once you're approved, you would need to agree to the uh, terms of use and the code of conduct, uh, such as uh, making sure that you have the consent from the voice talent, uh, you have the proper disclosure to the end user, so that they are not being duped to uh, not knowing that they're actually uh, uh, interacting with uh, synthetic uh, media instead of the real person. So uh, yeah, so these are the things that we want to make sure that it's done properly. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad we talked about that because, like, I'm comfortable because I, I did give consent to you. I knew my voice was to be used in this way. You use it for demo purposes, which I'm totally okay with. Mm -hmm. I might mm -hmm. use it to. Get people to read my blog, like for accessibility reasons. I might put it on my blog to hit play. Read, read this part of the blog for me, you know, in my voice, right. which would be really cool. But let's go to you, Heiko, and then we'll go back to you, Edward. Uh, what kinds mm -hmm. of things are people doing with speech to text and text to speech? We'll start with you, Heiko. Of um, customers that are using it uh, to con transcribe sort of human to human conversations. So, uh, for example, you know, in Teams, when you use Microsoft Teams uh, in meetings, we can provide captions, we can provide transcripts, um, and that really makes Teams a lot more accessible. Um, but we also are working with uh, Twitter on uh, providing a similar captioning uh, capability for the new Twitter Spaces uh, thing that they're working on. So, so that's really cool. And again, you know, the, the goal is, is to make it more accessible, more inclusive. Um, in more sort of driving business value, uh, you know, dollars kinds of things, uh, we're working uh, with companies in the um, call center space uh, where they take uh, uh, the data from, you know, call recordings um, to either, um, you know, uh, transcribe them and analyze them after the fact to learn from that, 
Um, so like Allstate leverages this when you file a claim, so they don't have to come back to you after you've told them everything about the claim and sort of repeat yourself. Uh, that's not a great experience for the customer. It also costs extra money to have you know these longer calls, um, you know, sort of go over everything again, like you know what happened during an accident. Um, and uh, we also have um, companies that are using this to help call center agents to you know to support them in real time. Uh, give them hints as to what they should be doing. Um, you know, make sure they they answer the the customer questions right. Um, so there's there's a whole bunch of that. And then of course we also have customers that are using it for uh, voice agents. Um, so for example, Swisscom is using our speech recognition on their setup box, so you can talk to the setup box um, and um, you know ask for movies or switch applications. And there we also use the text to speech stuff that uh, um, at um, covers that's cool edward uh yeah so uh th there are actually a, a lot of different types of applications people can use for text-to-speech uh we have seen a lot of them used for um online learning and um in or, or read aloud in in different applications for custom neural voice we are also seeing uh company uh, using voice uh to uh, let's say build the uh, chatbot with a branded voice like progressive insurance with the flow flow voice um, and um, recently we also worked with AT&T to build the Bugs Bunny voice uh, so there are a number of different cases and for uh, course lingo uh, we are starting to get also customers who want to use uh, a brand of voice that uh, can actually speak the different locale so that they can actually reach to the other uh, the customers that speak all languages. And you, you mentioned that, Seth, that there, we also have a lot of customers interested in using, you know, the a synthetic voice uh, of their voice to use as voiceover for videos. So that uh, make, makes, makes it much more efficient in uh, creating videos. This is, this is awesome. Where can people go to find out more? Oh, yes. So I, I have this slide on, and uh, so these are some of the places that that uh, you, you can go, uh, you know, the, to to see our speech service overview. There were a bunch of six quick starts and a bunch of blocks that you can go to. Well, this has been absolutely amazing. I'm always impressed by the work that you all do. We've been learning all about improving customer experiences with speech to text and text to speech. Thanks for watching and hopefully we'll see you next time. Take care.